from the Over the Top Studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado. This is Over the Top Cycling, and we are here with Amanda Knutson. It's always so cool to me to talk with a race director who also races her bike. <laughs> Thanks, George. I think Great that really here. brings a dynamic to the sport that you don't always get. Yeah, and there are two very different styles of racing, but I think it's the more events I'm at and the more ideas I can get from my own races, the better. Well, and you bring what you race. I mean, you're getting experience from other events that you bring to the events that you put on. So I I think that's just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think it's so important to bring the racer dynamic to directing because it just gives you another point of view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I strive to do. I really do try my hardest to put myself in the racer's shoes and kind of experience it from their end and it's always a learning experience and there's so many improvements we can make, you know, at every race, but having that background knowledge and viewing events from a racer standpoint is very key. And uh, what do you enjoy more or do they have kind of an equal enjoyment? You know, I, I think I'm just really happy to be uh, living that life where I can focus on bikes so much, uh, racing and putting on events. Um, I'm not sure if I enjoyed one more than the other, but they're both different, very different. And when you're directing, do you ever have the, gosh, I wish I was out there on my bike moment? <laughs> I certainly do, <laughs> especially when we're in beautiful areas like SoCal. I mean, I just, I want to be on my bike. And the reason we're chatting with you, Amanda, is because you just came off a very successful event. Tell us about the Southern California Ram Challenge that you just put on. Oh, man, where to start? Uh, so the SoCal Ram Challenge offers a 200 and 400 mile route to both solo racers and team racers. And it is designed as a RAM qualifier. So we're um, taking racers who are striving to qualify for RAM um, 2017 or even 2016. We'll still accept them for 2016 um, in special circumstances at least. And then racers who are planning to race uh, this year's RAM. And it is such a great prep. You know, we're 38, 37 days away from RAM this year. So to take, whether it's a team racer or a solo racer, just to get them and their crew together in a real race simulation that's actually tracing parts of the ram course um you don't get any better practice than that and tell us about the field that you had this year were most of them doing ram this year or you know i mean it is a great tune-up for it yeah um so ram and raw racers actually for 2016 um the raw race is the first 920 miles of the ram route this year and goes from oceanside to durango so we had um three racers who are racing our SoCal event that are going to do raw this year. That was Canyon Shield, uh, Charles Bell, and Sylvia Moss. And then on the Ram side, we had a team called Team Skipper, put on by Tim Skipper, who's actually raced Ram for, I think, 15 years now. Um, This year, he's going to be racing Ram on a four-person tandem team, which is amazing for us because it's great to get more people into the endurance sport. And he actually has brought on six new Ram racers to that team, which is wonderful for us to see. Um, Robert Baldino is also on that team, and he's been around RAM and many ultra cycling events for a long time. Chris O'Keefe has raced RAM before um, and is also racing RAM 2016, and he was in our 400-mile route and finished this year. And then Marshall Nord, um, super, super nice guy who has raced our 2015 Texas RAM Challenge event. Um, he comes from the Ironman triathlete world and is actually a very successful Ironman, and he is using SoCal as a prep for 2016's RAM as well. And what were the conditions like? Tell us about the race. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, SoCal is usually pretty warm. Um, 
the 400 mile course kind of starts in Oceanside. We take them over um, Palomar Mountain, which is a you know massive good climb out there. Um, after that, they go through Borrego Springs, drop down that glass elevator, which is a very iconic descend uh, descent for the Ram Racers. They go out through Salton Sea, which is quite flat out there, and then go all the way out to Glamis Sand Dunes, um, which is notorious for wind. So we had the wind out there as well this year. Not as bad as last year's race, thank goodness for our racers, because, yeah, it was tough. Um, but, you know, there there was rain. Uh, we started off in dry conditions, but I think about 30 minutes after us at the start line had packed up our start line, um, it rained shortly after so there is our lead 400 mile racers seem to kind of beat the rain but there were some of our 200 mile racers who were kind of stuck in it like 10 of the 13 hours there on the bike kind of thing um so, but at the same time if you're going to be racing ram that's proper ram conditioning because you're going to be in hailstorms and thunderstorms and uh wind and anything that elements can throw at you whether it's extreme heat or extreme cold so you know, it's proper race simulation for Ram, I think. And how was the competition this year? Good. Oh, we had some, we had a nice balance of new faces and old faces. Um, so for the 400 mile course, Na- Matthew Tig or Tag um, won, and he's he has some experience on team ultra cycling races, but it was his first time in a 400 mile race. Um, he had a great finish. He finished in 28 hours and eight minutes. Um, for the 400 mile course shortly behind him by a couple hours was Chris O'Keefe who's you know racing Ram this year so um there wasn't a whole ton of back and forth uh, one notable team was the Snyder Cyclery two-person team um one of their racers actually raced in the Kern Wheelman team back years back on Ram and for those who don't know Kern Wheelman held the four-man uh, Ram record for many years um, they came out so strong and were just doing a great, great job until about the last 70 miles. And, um, they had some really tough wind and I guess one of the racers actually came into the race after coming um, back from sickness. So he had, I think the flu for a few days. So he wasn't coming into the race, his strongest. And they kind of hit a wall and it was like, you know, we're going to, we're going to call it, which, you know, makes sense. You, you got to make those decisions, but it was kind of, fun to watch them go out so strong and as a two-man team you can go out really strong um but as a solo racer you really have to like conserve your energy so I think maybe some of the solo racers try to follow that lead and then you get so so far into the race and then um we had quite a few DNFs which is actually quite normal for this particular course because it's so challenging now I want to talk about Baldino a little bit I mean this guy's race age is 71 yep He's done Ram a few times. He's doing Raw on a two-person team. That guy's got some guts. He really does. And, I mean, he he loves this stuff, though. He It was really fun to see their team dynamics this year. Um, Tim Skipper, who has raced Ram several times, and Valentina are on the team. And they brought on Jordan White, which is actually a mechanic for uh, last year, the Live Earth team, which won the four-man mm-hmm. team. And he's coming back on their team this year as a mechanic. So he was on as a racer, and he's only 25. So it was a really fun uh, age gap there on the team. 25 and, and 71. Yeah, yeah. So we were all joking about there being a 50-year <laughs> you know, year age gap there, but um, makes for fun, fun stories on the road. 
And what an experience for him. I mean, as kind of a rookie writer out there, I mean, again, crew, or uh, being the mechanic for Live Earth, that must have been quite the experience as well. But, I mean, to be out with Tim Skipper, who's done so many of these, and Robert Baldino, what a, what a great introduction to the sport for him. Yeah, and he handles it like a champ. <laughs> they they kind of have him as their... Um, their climber, you know, they make jokes about putting him at the bottom of all the climbs and making him climb all the climbs. And I think they joked about it early on, but I think that may have been what happened out on the road. It actually was true. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they had a really strong finish. They, um, finished in 27 hours this year, which is great time for them. So I'm curious, the glamorous sand dunes and lots of wind. Is there ever any issue of sand on the road? Yeah. I I would think there probably is. Yeah, absolutely. Last year, um, it was really tough. We had photos that came back to us where the sand seemed to almost take up a full lane. Um, and wow. it was the right lane as they were heading back in because Glamis Sand Dune is actually a turnaround point. So on the way out, the wind was coming from the left, also the north. Uh-huh. And then on the way back, the wind was coming. Um, I mean, like they were just getting sand blasted. And we saw these photos where it's almost their full lane taken up sand, <laughs> at least the full shoulder. Um, and that was kind of an extreme spot for photo purposes. But that's a real tough condition, and that, that is part of the ram route as well. And that's what Ultra is about. I mean, you get the conditions as they're given to you. They're, you know, it's not like a swept course or anything. Right. That's part of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something to really note here because ultra cycling is um, kind of off in their own category of racing. And not only are you battling whatever conditions the weather throw at you, um, but you're also battling, you know, you're not going to have the smoothest roads in a 400 mile course. Um, And you're not going to have route signage out on the 400 mile course because that's just really not feasible from a race director standpoint. So you are going to have a route book that you're going to follow. So you, so navigating is part of the challenge and weather conditions, um, trying to figure out where to pull off, where to rehydrate, where to restock for fuel for the, for the race uh, support vehicles. Um, I mean, there's a whole different side of logistics that people may not consider going into their first ultra cycling race, which is, once again, why qualifying for RAM is so important and having that experience under your belt before going into a race like RAM. And it's, I mean, you're racing solo in the solo division, but it's still a team. I mean, your crew has got to be good at navigating and communicating to you where you're supposed to be going. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, successful crews and teams, I mean, the more organized and experienced that crew is, the better chances that racer has of finishing. And so what event do you have coming up next? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. This little 3,000-mile thing across country. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how fast the time flies. I mean, it is right around the corner. Um, we leave June 10th for it, and the first race starts June 14th. Um, so we have solo racers, Ram racers starting June 14th. That's a Tuesday. And then team racers will start on Saturday the 18th. Excited or nervous or overwhelmed oh man just a combination i'm so excited once we're there it's a lot of fun but we do have many things to get done between now and then so it's a it's a balance so back to the socal ram challenge success this year happy with the way it went yeah and you know this was my first official one as race director so there's some things that i changed on the forefront um and so actually this was the first time we got i think the most amount of sleep Uh, which was great. I mean, we were up working until midnight the night before the race. We were done by 7 p.m. So 
I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. Well, Amanda Knutson, it is always a pleasure visiting with you, and I am sure that Ram is going to be a huge success this year. Thank you very much, George. I'm really looking forward to it. From the Over the Top Studios at Scratch Labs in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.